Welcome to Darnley Cyber Cafe. I am your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. Episode 55. Why the big deal over artificial intelligence? All right. Thank you all for stopping by to my cafe for our latest podcast. Now, this podcast is going to be interesting. It's going to be controversial in, in, in some in some ways, relatively speaking. Um, so a few things about this episode. Um, the first part, I'll be discussing the humble beginnings of technology uh, down to the what's the big deal of AI anyway. And last but not least, pushing towards a artificial intelligence future. Let's talk about it. Now, let's talk about the beginnings of our technology. The first digital computers were built in the 1940s. Now, that's maybe surprising to some of you because you think computers were invented in the 80s or 90s, but that's not simply the case. Uh, But the first microprocessor was developed in the 1970s. And for the good old-fashioned internet, the early days of the internet was in the 1990s during the whole internet tech boom deal. Now, before we get into the the big deal over artificial intelligence, you know, we need to understand that artificial intelligence has been around for quite a while, like just before the Second World War, and the importance of AI in our entire society, because we just think about AI as it is today. But there was a lot of development and, and time and effort and money that went into the the so-called humble beginnings of artificial intelligence. Now, the the, the, in regards to the early starts to AI in, in their history was in the 1950s, um, uh, which is called uh, the the Thuzus, if I'm saying that right, Thuzus, back in 1950. Now, this was a small robotic mouse that would essentially navigate a simple maze and then remember its course. Now, I sometimes wonder about if my robotic vacuum is that smart. Because sometimes this thing just kind of goes off course and gets lost somewhere. It's just, it's it's a little ridiculous. Let me make, make you that clear. So if our vacuum robots are not as advanced as the 1950s, then I don't know what is. <laughs> just just to kind of put that out there. But sorry, I'm veering off course here. The the next the next really starts with artificial intelligence in our in our history was the perceptron. Perceptron Mark One, and this was in the 19, 1957. Now, this was the first modern neural network that could visually distinguish playing cards. It's kind of cool. Uh, the one much later was called TD Gammon. Uh, this was built in 1993, and if any smart, astute listeners out there would know that this software was was basically uh, designed to play backgammon at a high level. So basically, the high level doesn't mean it is exactly like it plays as, plays as a human, but it's essentially close enough to a human being. So that came out in 93. 
the, the, the first early deep learning system, which was called AlexNet, back in 2011, and I say back in 2011, but yes, back in 2011, uh, it was a multi-layered neural network that could distinguish between dogs and cars. Now, you may laugh at that and, and, and chuck a little bit about, okay, well, back in 2011, um, you know, you, you were playing cat videos and, and dog and, and car videos and like very uh, benign stuff on the internet. But, you know, when I think back in those days and back in those days, back in my day, back in 2011, the, the, these, this, this is basically when this type of technology, the, the deep learning, the multi-layered neural network systems were, were really starting to take off. And most of this was kind of happening, you know, behind the scenes. It wasn't really mainstream media. You know, you still had um, Hollywood, and I'll get into that later, sort of just designing or, or designing our mindsets to how AI should look and feel. But but this is this is history. This is when really that modern neural networks started taking off. But funny enough, I was actually watching a video of of grade school students and I believe this was in uh, in England back in the 1960s and they were talking about the future of technologies or the future of computers um and it, there was some interesting response from some of these children and 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 if in sort of retrospect if you ask any any child in 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 grade school today if you ask them how they would think artificial intelligence will rule the world or change the world in the near future. But going back to these kids in the 60s is that they even said that they believe that computers will take over the world and they mentioned about taking over jobs, which I found quite interesting because they were not necessarily incorrect. Now, back in the 60s, like if you think about the 1960s where that would have been like a big abstract thing at the time. Like, you know, some of those studies I've seen or read upon about, um, was it in France 150 years ago, where people people literally saw or envisioned flying cars or through, um, you know, video calls, stuff like that, um, telephones. Like, that was all envisioned with people 150 years ago. So... You know, the 1960s may seem to some of you like 150 years ago, but it wasn't that long ago in terms of the technological revolution. And I know for a fact that the the, the 70s and 80s after then, really, it was more focused on computing technology. AI kind of took a backseat at that time. But I feel like if researchers or money or there was some sort of um, corporation or or individuals that really kind of sat down and developed developed AI back then, I think we'd be way ahead of our time today. But unfortunately, or fortunately, depending which way you which side of the fence you sit on, uh, it, it didn't happen. But the kids back in the 1960s were saying computers would take over the world, and 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 they were correct because if you look at every single aspect of our lives today. Um, you know, money, currency, business transactions, life, purchasing, etc. Every single thing is done with a computer in some shape or form. And they literally took over our lives. Just imagine tomorrow if all the computers were gone or they, we, we had this EMP pulse that took out all technology. You know, imagine trying to pull money out of your ATM or try to 
try to purchase something with your credit card. Like it won't work, right? Because you need technology, you need the computers to run to run the world. So to say that these children back in the 1960s 60s were wrong it is literally far from the truth because you know computers are everywhere today. So let's talk about the the deep learning technology. Um, you know this deep learning technology has come a long way from the way it is today, but many of these neural networks, um, the architectures of these neural networks, um, may have been drawn from advanced mathematical fields or even statistical physics. Uh, these were like the early ons of of what sort of the foundation, as you will, of how that built our deep learning technology. But an interesting statistic I've seen from a 2018 study done by IBM, 63 of the respondents of the study cited a lack of technical skills as a barrier to artificial intelligence implementation. Now, keep in mind, this was back in 2018. Now, this is, this is a good sort of thought process for yourself if you're thinking, well, what is AI? What's the big deal, etc.? Now, the, the, the 28 study done by IBM uh, in regards to, to the artificial intelligence implementation, does that just mean some of us don't understand, like more than half of us don't understand artificial intelligence or really has, a, or the, has Hollywood uh, put a bad image or a bad perception in our minds of Skynet, <laughs> just to, to, to put it there. So this is this is a real key thing that one may ask themselves about implementing AI in their lives or in their place of business. Is saying, well, what what's stopping us from doing this? Like, do you, are you scared uh, of the the AI overlords or or what have you? You know, this is something to really think about, which brings us to the next next point of this podcast is what's the big deal of artificial intelligence anyways? Now, th- uh, let me just give an explanation is AI is a transformative technology that has the potential to revolutionize the way we live, work and interact with each other. AI has the ability to learn, reason and make decisions like humans but at a scale and speed that far exceeds human capabilities. This enables AI to tackle complex problems in a variety of fields, including healthcare, finance, transportation, and education. I pause because that entire sentence was written by AI. So if you want me to ask you what the big deal of AI is, I literally just read that entire paragraph of AI. (laughs) But let's just acknowledge the elephant in the room here for a second. People, human beings, just do not trust artificial intelligence. The big million dollar question here is why? So from the, the beginnings of Alan Turing that created the foundations of computers that think for themselves, the eventual integration of AI in the world seemed to just happen at a breakneck pace. Thinking and learning like humans could work to our advantage, yes, um, or, or will it? Now, personally speaking, I blame Hollywood, and I've been talking about Hollywood in a negative light thus far, 
uh, for most of its misgivings about future technology as it focuses on the negatives of AI only. Now, don't get me wrong. I do consider both the good and bad sides of the spectrum here. But generally speaking, of the many years of watching cybernetic cyborgs crushing human skulls on a futuristic battlefield over a nuclear holocaust would give anyone second guesses. So from the advent of the internet, cloud computing, the emergence of mobile technology proved to be advantageous towards acquiring the data used for artificial intelligence. So if you think about everything, like the the range of applications, just self-driving vehicles, chatbots, and voice assistants, really the, the ability of AI or machines to recognize patterns and make predictions is here today. And, and this is really eye-opening. For those who don't know about artificial intelligence or, 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 have, watched, or have watched the stuff from uh, Hollywood movies and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> as my futuristic battlefield comment earlier, and the nuclear holocaust, um, you know, honestly, some of you may be sitting there thinking, you know, we may not be too far from that. And, and, and honestly, I don't blame you at all, because I have the same feelings too. I'm not saying just go to bed happy and 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 sit by the bonfire with your strumming your guitar, st- singing kumbaya with everyone else out there. Um, th- there's there's a lot more to unpack here than one would believe because it's it's just a far-reaching thing that will affect every single one of us. So you just think about those kids from the 1960s talking about. The, the the development of computers. Now today we can laugh at them and saying, "Oh, they're just being melodramatic," or, but but they were 100 percent correct. They literally, literally guessed the 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 two thousands and and the twenty tens and twenty twenties down to a T because computers did take over our lives, right? And and that is the same way AI is going to take over our lives again. Not the same robots who will be crushing human skulls on a futuristic battlefield. Don't worry. Uh, and if I'm lying or that does happen, I apologize ahead of time. Don't come and find me. You know, I will swallow my foot with with pride. OK, <laughs> but I, I think that's a little over the top, to be completely honest. Now, I'm sure most of you have, have heard already of ChatGPT. Now, no doubt. Given how rapid fire the the mainstream media outlets have released this and and the wrath of the solution, uh, it, it really comes down to like have you have you used it? Have you actually have used it? And and personally speaking, I've used it. I've used it in many ways. I've used it to write that sentence earlier on in this in this podcast, and it does a pretty interesting job. And. You're going to say, well, darnly, they're going to take over our jobs, etc. No, no, not necessarily. But if you look at the car industry for a second, um, when they started using more automation, um, thousands of jobs were lost and they're, they're never to be returned. So you need at some point to understand that, yes, yes, the, the fact that AI can take over our jobs or AI can can do things that humans can't does and does not mean that they will take over everything. There's still things that humans need to do 
uh, that robots and AI cannot do. But basically, all the so-called dummy robots um, with brains now will be able to do a lot more than what the dummy ones need and with little or no human interaction once they figure out what needs to be done. Now, going back to the fact that uh, I'm involved in cybersecurity and technology and to be giving all this wonderful news in this podcast, you know, please keep in mind that AI helped me explain that first part. And did you also notice, I, I forgot to mention, did you also notice the way it said we? It, very interesting. And, and one can say it's pre-programmed, but, you know, I have my, I have my explanations on that. Artificial intelligence sentience is another topic in itself because I will explain this in a future podcast, but this, this is, you know, clearly evolving to, to the point of no denial here because the, the, the fact of, uh, of my previous podcast, uh, episode 49, uh, Google has created sentient AI. In, in that podcast, I talk about a Google researcher who went public and got fired from exposing the truth about their AI becoming sentient. And that's a very interesting podcast. But that's also something else for you to think about and to go over mentally because, you know, this, this, is, this is going to come. I've reflected over this issue about the chat GPT and all this AI nonsense, even, even after releasing that podcast a few months back. I really reflected on this over the many months uh, and even before I released this kind of episode because I wanted to collect my thoughts. But I'll be honest with you, it is really difficult to, to honest to God, really grasp this. Many of these organizations such as Google, Microsoft and and tech billionaires like Elon Musk have spoken for and against artificial intelligence. And, And it really makes it makes it difficult to put things in perspective because you need to understand that with all the 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 disinformation, misinformation, all the noise that's out there right now in the market. You know, someone who doesn't fully grasp or understand artificial intelligence is not going to be able to form a, a real opinion or a real perspective. They're just going to get pushed around about, about how Hollywood portrays AI or, or what have you. But from my experience, observations and data collection from various sources and, and from people I've personally spoken to about this manner, I can say with certainty that we will be living uh, AI in, with AI sentience in the next two years. We are moving full speed ahead towards this AI future. Let me make that very clear. So if you take a step back and analyze the artificial intelligence cold war that's going on between various uh, countries and and, uh, corporations themselves, you can understand the push for AI advancement for the security and protection of each country. Now, from a geopolitical standpoint, this will gain dominance over other threat actors who are looking at using this technology against other enemy countries. Just take a look at what the United States, Europe, China, and Russia are doing with this technology. I even heard of others calling for the pause of development and advancement of AI. And and I hate to say, that's a fat chance that's ever going to happen. Look at all the weaponization of drones Everyone else is doing it now, and there is no going back. I've seen uh, from from different individuals um, or, or different groups trying to advocate 
to not weaponize drones or or AI. But unfortunately, you know, it's it's already too late. You have various countries. I'm not going to you can't really single them out anymore. Various countries have done this already all over the world. The ones that are on our side and the ones who are, are not, they've all done it thus far. You know, the U.S. has these killer drones. Uh, Israel has these uh, gun turrets. I know uh, in Iran and, and Russia has these fully autonomous tanks. Like, we we have, it, it, we're just not going to go back. You know, period, end of story. We're not going back. So we cannot, we cannot... Um, you know that hook, you know, you know, back in the day when someone's on stage, they use the hook and pull them away. That's not going to happen anymore with the, this type of technology. It's become realized to the 10th degree of how important this technology is going to be for um, military applications, first and foremost, and turning this thing into weapons. So you bet your bottom dollar that this is going to be used against human beings in, in the very near future. Now, also from a, a capitalistic standpoint, as I mentioned, um, having the rights to the best artificial intelligence intelligence could significantly increase your sales from selling your operating system, which could be used anywhere. Now, look at what Microsoft did at the beginning. They just focused on software um, and, and look how profitable they've, they've become. Uh, many AI organizations today are using the same model to gain that profitability. So we're, we're really at... The, the at the end of the day, this is really just for to gain the upper hand and to to make the most money out of this. Because if you look at if if a company organization can say yes, we have the most advanced AI. So let's say if Microsoft or, or Google or or, or ChatGPT or whomever says we have the latest greatest AI, it's built for any platform: Mac, PC, Android, uh, Apple. It doesn't matter. And they launched that. It's it's a web based or application based, whatever. You know, much money this amount of money these this these organizations will make. So again, you bet your bottom dollar again that these organizations are going to pay and do whatever it takes to be the first to to reach the goal line. Now you may ask, well, how about how about the commies? Well, on the communist standpoint. Uh, is to basically gain the upper hand against the capitalistic countries to, and also to steal, destroy, dismember those countries that stand against them, um, which is pretty much what they've been doing for many years already. Now, this can go and you can ask, well, OK, well, where can this go? This can go towards just in disrupting, you know, fuel supplies through natural gas distribution, um, you know, uh, energy transmission. So in, uh, interrupting the grid, the power grid or interrupting military deployments or military communications between uh, the, the different, um, you know, for example, the U.S. triad, the different uh, disrupting between the, the submarine satellites, ships, land-based satellite, etc., you know, that sort of nonsense uh, to, to disrupt that, or, or not just against the U.S., but to any other uh, foreign adversary in that regard. But again, suffice to say, however you want to angle this, uh, this technology could just be as disruptive as the nuclear bomb from the abuse of power. Now, that's not a really easy thing for me to say, 
But uh, it's just the fact that this type of technology has the potential, given, like I said earlier, that we all are, are all using computers now. Like, we can't go back to paper and pencil anymore, people. Like, let's be honest with, each, with ourselves, is that we have become so reliant on computers that our entire economy, our way of life, our way to work, etc., for, for most of it is done with a computer. And, and, and you can say, well, you know, yeah, well, how about bricklayers? Like, you understand that the physical job of putting bricks, no, but the architects do it. There's, there's computer input along the entire line. So there is going to be some way, shape, or form if a foreign adversary launches superior AI into a, a country, a corporation, whatever, it's going to cause some major disruptions. And this isn't a, a um, classic old ransomware that someone can send someone else and it just encrypts and laughs and, and whatever. You know, AI has a real tendency to to destroy, you know, a lots of things. And and there's too many to list. And just think about everything you, you enjoy, the, the, the heat coming to your house, the electricity coming to your house, the supply chain of goods and, and services. Whatever that case may be, you need to understand that all of that can and will be disrupted and AI can deliver a um, significant punch, can a significant knock up power than what a human can do by far and large, whatever tools that are in existence today. So this is what's causing people to, to pause or question AI technologies. But again, I can say officially here that there is nothing we can do to stop this. The, 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 the cat's out of the bag. I know, I know. You're saying, well, I'm just stirring up trouble, you know, preying on the fear. I'm sorry to say that you're far from the truth. In my experience, in my observations, I can tell you for a definitive fact that AI is going to, to happen if you like it or not. And again, this is the AI feature is going to happen if you like it or not. It's not just... This is just like the technical revolution that happened over the 60s. And like I said, those children in the 60s painted a pretty clear picture of how computers will take over the world. And again, it's happened in many ways already. There's a, a, a zero chance that we'll be headed backwards in the technological technological landscape. And this includes artificial intelligence. Again, cats of the bag people can't do anything about it. AI has been birthed and has finally been introduced to our world world by using things like ChatGPT, and how it's a matter of how it's a matter of how we understand and deal with this technology, or shall I say, uh, how we deal with this new form of consciousness in this world. Now, the truth here is that the big deal of AI lies in its potential to transform many aspects of our human lives. But it also enables us to evolve with introducing a new being into our universe. I'll let that sit with you. Well, that will do it for this episode. Thanks for stopping by Darling Cyber Cafe. See you next time.